Hello, how are you today? Good? Surviving? Oh, it's all good. Good dinners? Good alcohol? Gambling? No? Okay. <laughs> all right, so my name is Andrea Lebovici. Um, I work for Datrium, uh, but I'm not here actually to talk about Datrium. I'll talk in the context of the subject, but I'm also going to show you some of the options available today to do DR, disaster recovery, to VMware Cloud. There are a few options, there are a few vendors providing solutions. And I just want to talk through you know, what, the, what it means. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about DR, why we need DR. Um, nobody really likes DR, but it's a necessary evil, right? So um, let's get started. So this is actually, uh, we have one, one of our customers uh, who runs the data center in Sonoma County. And I'm just illustrating because this is real, right? So they had the fire, wildfires up, up here in North California. And uh, what started as a, you know, like a bushfire, it quickly extended itself into the city. And uh, this is how close everything got to the data center. And it's interesting because I talked to some customers and um, some of them will tell me, actually, this one is, is, is a true story. They said, if my data sense catches, catches on fire, I want to die in it because I don't have a DR strategy. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you have a DR strategy, um, but DR is hard. DR is complex. Not only you need to think about DR um, on how you are implementing, but also how do you know it's actually going to work? You can test it. You can do some failover testing, and then you get in another circumstance. So we have another, it's not even a customer, it's a prospect that we're talking to, but they implemented their DR strategy in the data center to the secondary data center, and um, they said, okay, let's test it. So they triggered a failover to the DR side. Everything worked perfectly, but seven months of work to make everything work seamlessly. When they went to fail back to the primary data center, everything broke. And that's not uncommon. So it's complex. We don't know if it's going to work. And then when it's, when it's working, how do we move everything back? So those are some of the things that I'm going to talk about here. Does anybody have a DR plan here? Do you? Or you, what are you using? SRM? How do you do with DR? SRM, custom scripts, to a DR site? Active DR site, okay. Any other solution other than SRM and custom scripts here? No? Everybody using SRM, awesome, okay. So there are two things here when you talk about cloud, right? One is how, you know, the you no know, cloud native applications that are born to live in the cloud. They use the you know, AWS platform, Azure platform. They will you know, leverage APIs. And then you have a slew of on-premise applications that will still be there for many years to come, uh, either because of cost, because it's close to the database, because the engineers or developers that were working on it left many months ago, because they're running on NT and you're taking snapshots just to make sure there's no, nobody's out there to support. There's a number of different reasons. But those applications, uh, we still need to protect somehow, right? We still need to have 
um, DR, orchestration, backups, and so on. So I'm focusing on that. No, I'm not saying that whatever it's creating in native in the cloud doesn't need protection, but for the most part, I believe this, the cloud providers will actually provide some form of solution for you to back up the data and replicate. You know, there's Azure different Azure regions, there's AWS regions, and so on. So we're focusing on existing applications that are living inside your data center. But as I mentioned, you know, when you talk to your executives, they say, oh, we know the DR, uh, what they expect is this. Yeah, you're gonna implement a software there and now you have DR, everything's working fine, just like an iPhone. Um, and that's not true, that's not the way it works. Like with iOS, you know, we don't know where the device starts, where the software starts, where the cloud starts. It's everything blended together, so much easier uh, because it was built from the ground up. But uh, that's not what it is because it's more like that. You have a bunch of different technologies that we have deployed in the data center over the past 15 years that need to work together. So what could actually go wrong in a DR plan? So this is a traditional DR implementation. What you normally would have to, to go through to implement DR. So we're talking about production sites, saying backup servers, backup array, you know, have the VMware stack, then you have networking, have the DR side, everything needs to work together, and that's when things will fail. SRM is a great product, I'm gonna talk about it, but it was created to manage all these diverse number of solutions that not necessarily were built to work together, and that's where things can fail. All good so far? So what could go wrong? So when talking specifically about uh, VMC, uh, there are three scenarios that they identify, which is the VMware Cloud and the AWS, that identify as their target use cases, and one of them is disaster recovery. And that's where we're focusing. The other ones, you now we say consolidated and migrated workloads, you know, we scale workload flexibility, uh, but are we focusing on the DR use case today, specifically for VMware Cloud? And the beauty about VMware Cloud is that you can actually use SDR target without having to worry about VM conversions, if you're gonna do to a, to a different cloud, so on. It's, it's the same thing. As long as you can migrate and move back, fail back, it should be good, right? Emphasis. So I mentioned I work for Datrium, but there are other solutions on the market that will do uh, disaster recovery to cloud. Uh, there are actually only three, okay? So VMware has its own solution. I'm gonna talk about it. It's a combination of you know, uh, the HCX and, and SRM. Veeam also has a solution, and Datrium also provides a solution for DR to cloud. So what is a VMC or VMware cloud? So here is a simple slide that demonstrates uh, you have AWS resources, native AWS resources. In parallel, we have a uh, VMware Cloud and AWS port, or what they call SDDC, right? That's created per customer. Uh, and then you have vCenter that goes into hybrid, hybrid link mode that connects the two environments, your on-prem and your cloud environment. And you see that as, as all to a single interface and you manage through a single interface. So, but you still have resources there, resources here. Um, VMware Cloud on AWS, under the covers, what they run on AWS is vSphere, vSAN, and NSX. 
you know, NSX helps with the connectivity. Um, and uh, there are many options for you around connectivity, right? You can do uh, L2 VPN with NSX. You can use IPsec VPNs. You can use, no, Amazon also provides you a number of different options there. I'm not going to go specifically under the networking configuration, but there are other vendors that also help you to sort of like make it more seamless around the, the network um, use cases. By any means, I'm talking about other, I work for Datrium, I'm talking about other vendors. By any means, I'm not an expert on their solutions. So anything I say, you know, I, most, I believe I'm mostly right, but you know, I'm just saying, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. VMware. So VMware offers a solution. So at a high level, what you'll see is uh, they have um, Cloud Foundation on-premise that connects with your VMware Cloud and AWS. And what they offer as part of this solution is the cloud hybridity and the unified management stack. Right, so since you're already, run, already running VMware on-prem, you probably won't have you know, Cloud Foundation as your part of your solution, your base solution, to have this cloud hybridity, be able to see vCenters in a single UI, in a single interface. And they announced, I think they talked a little bit about it during VM, VMworld, uh, VMware Hyper Cloud Extension, which enables you to address the networking layer, VM versioning, so you can have different versions of VMs in both sides. Uh, it offers native replication, vSphere-based replication, so you can replicate all your data to the cloud, to AWS. Um, and it's always on SDDC. What does that mean? Always on means you might be setting AWS VMC as a target and you're replicating your data, but even if you're not actually using for production, you're not running VMs, they only receiving data, you're actually paying for all the resources being used. They have a... Uh, Starts with one server, which is a demo-only mode, very small. But then, when you move to the next tier, is already you're paying for four hosts, 24 hours a day. And that's okay. It's just trying to show you the difference. So it's always on SDDC. It means it's replicating. You need the SDDC up and running all the time. Um, and there's no native DR orchestration. For native DR orchestration, VMware has a different product, which all are you using which is Site Recovery Manager. So if you're going to do DR, you want to make sure that not only the data is there, but you actually have plans to bring your workload back online. The last thing you want to do is keep you know, um, changing IPs manually, you know, recreating zones. This is a nightmare. You know, for some companies, OK, I can be down for 24 hours, 48 hours. I'm kidding. This is no good for anybody. Nobody's going to do 24 hours down. But in a disaster scenario, if it takes two hours for you to bring everything back online up and running, that's not bad, right? You're already in the disaster mode. If you don't have that, may as well die in the, in the fire, right? So um, the thing with SRM is it's great for heterogeneous environments. 
So if you have your SAN, you maybe have two or three different SANs, you have different solutions. So SRM was built to cater for a wider data center environment. And you can migrate everything there. It, it works. Again, it's always on SDDC. The next one is Veeam. So Veeam backup and replication has the ability, how many of you are Veeam customers? One, two, three, four, five hands. Okay, good. Um, Veeam has the ability to deploy proxy on-site, on-prem, and a proxy in VMware Cloud on AWS, and do the replication to VMware Cloud on AWS. You're already familiar with the replication? It will work. It's host-based. Um, they have native DR orchestration, which is good as well. Um, but it's always on SDDC as well, which means you're paying for VMC resources, even though you're not actually using. You might use in a DR scenario, uh, but ideally you don't want to pay for all those resources if you're not using. And you know VMware, no, it's not. It's not necessarily what we call cheap, right? So it's, there's a value there for sure, but you don't want to pay for that um, in some cases. The third and last solution that I actually can do the solution is Datrium, which is the, you know, the company I work for and, and uh, told you. Um, and we do a, something that's a little bit different. So Datrium is primary storage, it's backup, and we do the orchestration in DR to the cloud as well, to VMC. Now, the difference is when we do the replication from your on-premise data center, we don't ship all the data directly into VMC. It goes to what we call Cloud EVX, which is backed by S3 uh, in, v, in, in, in AWS. So all the data that's fully stored in a deduplicated manner in this bucket in v, using S3, which is a lot cheaper, your SDDC is not up and running. You don't need to worry about it. Um, and then we keep doing the continuous end-to-end -end replication. Now, the interesting thing is that when you need to trigger a DR um, no, disaster recovery scenario, you, you are in, in disaster mode, um, what we do under the covers is we instantiate the SDDC for you. So you're going to enter your VMware credentials for the SDDC. We're going to instantiate. That takes approximately 90 minutes. That's, a, that's all happening within the VMware VMC environment. And then we copy the data from AWS bucket that we have there into the VMware SDDC. And that's when you start paying, when we start the process in DR. So it's a little different because now we're talking about on-demand SDDC. So you only start paying for your DR when you're actually using the resources in VMC. Yes, sure. On the failback, you're saying? Yeah, so. No, they, there's no egress charge there. There is egress charge when you're going to fail back, which gonna, when, when you remove from AWS. There's no charge between the S3 bucket and VMC. Um, when you do a replication data from your program to the S3 bucket, 
Um, there might be a charge there. I know, and I don't know the cost there. No, you pay. You own the you own the VMC account. VMware will charge you for that. Yeah. The, the ingress, you mean? Ingress. There's no cost for ingress. There's cost for egress. Yes. So the egress. So then you're running. All the everything that happens in the R mode, fully orchestrated, everything that happens in the R mode. Uh, we track the system keep tracking, use VADP, and then we replicate all those changes back to the S3 bucket, to Cloud EVX. And then when your primary side is up and running again, you can replicate all the changes back to your primary side and get up and running again. So it's fully orchestrated DR from your on-premise to VMware Cloud Run AWS, and then back on-premise. You can fail everything back in an orchestrated manner. Uh, you don't have to handle any AWS resources or object storage or anything like that. All you need to do is enter your AWS credentials. In VMC, it's running on vSAN. So it's going to be VMDKs on top of vSAN. Whatever you have inside your VMDKs, it's, it's, it doesn't matter to us, right? Um, were you on time? Yeah, so then we do the hydration. So here's a good process. So primary to Cloud EVX, Cloud EVX to SDDC, Cloud Shift is your orchestration tool. It's fully integrated into this platform. So, you know, if you're running only on Datum, you use you can completely fail over and fail back without needing any other tool. If you are a SRM customer, no, we don't expect everybody to leave, be running everything on on Datum. But if you are a SRM customer, we do have SRA plugins. So you can also leverage SRM. You now you might have other solutions that you want to be part of the, your entire DR scenario. And you can orchestrate everything together. Um, and then execute the DR plan. We can test because we have, you know, we own the VMs when they are running primary storage all the way to disaster. We can check the plan multiple times. We actually have checks to make sure that your plan is actually going to work when you need. Right? Um, that's important. Here is a good example. Let's just, uh, I just have one screenshot of the product um, where you have five plans there. Um, you know, we have different plans here for different groups or for different regions. Um, it shows you how many tests have passed. So, you know, every day that you're using, you know that if you need it to use, it's going to work. And uh, you say what, fa what is failing so you can address. Those, those changes. You're going to do re-IP, everything that needs to be the run scripts, uh, change DNS, everything that it needs to be done. Even if you don't have the SDDC up and running, will we stand up the SDDC for you? So if you're going to look for a solution, no, by any means, um, do your research. Watch some YouTube videos like I did on the vend other vendors. 
uh, do your homework. Um, here are some examples of things that you should look for for your DR environment. Um, no one to make sure it makes simple. You want to make sure that you cons cons constantly checking that the solution is going to work and not getting in a circumstance where seven months later when you need to trigger DR, it's not going to work, right? Because something changed in your environment. You have a new SAN, you have a new network device. You got to make sure that everything is working because when you need, you need, right? And also something that I hear some other vendors talking about, um, you know, we can trigger DR um, if no, the fire is getting closed or something like that, right? If there is a hurricane alerts, something like that. The reality is that you only want to touch your primary environment if you need to, right? So you don't want to go into the case where they fail over and then it couldn't fail back. So even though you are sure that it's going to work, you only need to do when you're actually in a disaster scenario. Uh, that's all that I had today. Uh, we still have some five minutes left, so if you have any questions, I'm more than happy to, to answer.